Catholic on Purpose is now the Bab to Catholic Show. Just imagine that every time we say Catholic on Purpose in this episode, we mean the Bab to Catholic Show. Welcome back to the Catholic on Purpose podcast. Today we're talking about how to have fun with your spouse. All right. Catholic on Purpose is a show exploring what we believe as Catholics and how we can live it intentionally. If you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and share. Today we're going to do things a little bit different. Um, instead of focusing, um, normally we have it divided right between what and how of Catholicism. It's our thing. Yeah, it's our little thing we do. The little Cosa Nostra we got. Um but instead of doing that, we're just going to kind of talk about ways to have fun with your spouse. I think we've all seen the statistics that with the pandemic, quarantine, everybody's stuck in the house together. Uh, domestic abuse rates are definitely on the rise. We've all seen the videos where, you know, the woman holds up her hand and shows the domestic abuse sign. So, or, um, you know that you can call 911 here in America, right, and order a pepperoni pizza, and that's the sign for domestic abuse for ambulance. The fact that we have to have those signs and that we are now all aware of them is a little bit scary, mm-hmm. right? On top of this um, uncertainty during a pandemic and everything else, now we have this added level to everything. So we just wanted to talk about, like, what are some ways that we can look into as couples to have fun in your marriage. Maybe it's not quarantine. Maybe that's not the issue, but maybe you've been married a while and things are boring. I don't know. We've been married almost eight years now. Truly. And (laughs) on top of that length of marriage, I've spent my entire adult life with Casey. Man, that's just a... (laughs) So just think about think about the small crosses that you have to face in your life. <laughs> this is a rather large one. <laughs> I'm dragging him along with me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but just, you know, things get boring or what have you. Uh, Excuse you? <laughs> Speak for yourself. Um, so we just wanted to talk about that today. Um, so for me, the first thing I want to talk about is Turn off your phone, turn off your TV, sit together for a minute, you know, mm-hmm. in the evenings, that kind of thing. Just take away some of the distractions in your life. I'm a big fan of porch sitting. <clears throat> yeah. Specifically yeah. the front porch. I don't know what, the, I don't know why. I, I'm not a big back porch sitter. I'm a front porch sitter. It's like an Alan Jackson song or something. <laughs> <laughs> sitting on the front porch. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just leaving the stuff inside, like the distraction and noise, mm-hmm. and just going and sitting on the front porch and chit chatting. I think is uh, therapeutic. Yeah, and it and it gives you that time to kind of one decompress, but you know, especially we have kids, and and a lot of couples have kids, but even if you don't, you have a busy day, so that time to come together at the end and kind of recalibrate and and reconnect a little bit. Um, obviously I'm talking about like after the kids are in bed or, you know, that kind of thing. So they're not 
burning the house down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Driving you crazy and everything. But, you know, just that time to say what happened in your day. Because it is so easy to get caught up in in everything in life. The good thing about porch sitting, too, is you can just notice things going on outside. It's just a change of scene. You're not... You're not drawn to those distractions as much, I don't mm-hmm. think. And two, you can compare yourself with your neighbors and see how much better you do at your lawn care. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, no. Listen, so our neighbors won a yard a of, the of, month, of the month. And it has, I, I've, I'm pretty salty about it, to be honest, y'all. <laughs> she just goes, they have their... They have their work done. They don't do their own. Yard. I just don't think that's fair. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. We're get salty on the podcast. <laughs> anyway, turn, take your phone away. Turn the TV off. I mean, I don't know if you only get in one hour of Desperate Housewives as opposed to like <laughs> ten this week. I think you'll be all right. You'll survive. That is old what reference. year is it? I yeah. don't know. <laughs> wow. Anyway, throwback. Yeah. But that brings me to my next point was go outside together. And and maybe that is like sitting on a porch. Or maybe that's working on a garden together. Just get outside or maybe you have a kiddie pool in the backyard. There you go. Go wild. Yeah. Put your feet in the kiddie pool. A sprinkler. Anything. Okay. Oh. <laughs> this, is, this just shows you how the lockdown has gotten to our heads. You're like, what are you going to do? Let's go run back in the sprinkler. Yeah. <laughs> well, we did have a slip and slide for a minute. Aaron had a rough time with that one. I think she overdid it one <laughs> slip day. Slip and slide like injuries. <laughs> for a week, she's talking about how sore she was in those slip and slides. So. Yeah, no more slip and slide in our house. Slip and slide. Just take your outdoor activities gently. Yeah, right. Easily, right. Um. <laughs> Don't go full bore on the slip and slide this week, y'all. But getting outside together, then you have these times that you can... Being made fun of for your slip and slide injuries. <laughs> and you have material for your podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, one thing that we've done in the past that we've really enjoyed um, is reading together. Oh, and yeah. I mean, we do it ongoing, but one thing we've done quite a bit is reading together. Like, as in... Not quiet. Like yes. Like their own book. Yeah. yeah. So oh, Casey, that, yeah, Casey will generally read out loud to me and I enjoy that in the evenings. I usually will work on like some cross stitch or, or whatever craft I've got going at the moment. Um, and he'll read to me and that is just, I don't know. It feels kind of like we're in little house in the prairie <laughs> when we do it, you know, Ma, what book should I read to you today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, need to settle by the fire with Paul or something. I don't know. But it is a good way to just kind of settle and settle your mind. But then it gives you some material to meet on, you know, mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, that hit me. That struck me. That was really profound to me. Right. I, I, I really got a lot out of that. And I really enjoyed just sitting and listening to Casey read to me. It's like an audio book in person. Yeah. Yeah. I have one of those cool voices. Who is it that narrates everything? Morgan Freeman. I'm basically the Morgan Freeman of 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 reading books. Yeah. And then on chapter four. <laughs> no, not even a little bit. Oh my gosh. 
yeah. Um, anyway, I, I, thinking about that, I'm not sure that um, we usually, we've read in the past, they've, they've not been super dense, but they've also mm-hmm. not been uh, just kind of fluffy yeah. fictional. I mean, not that fiction is necessarily fluffy, but they've been somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Readable and... Yeah, and interesting. Down, yeah, at the same time, yeah, interesting. And we've done it as a family as well before. If you want to incorporate your kids with it, of course. Um, like we we've read some of the Chronicles of Narnia that way, and some of Little House on the Prairie <laughs> that way with the kids. But but doing it just the two of us has been very fun. We've also done it with. I, I really like the. Um, podcasts of course um but kind of like the mystery story ones yeah right right. yeah Mm -hmm. um and just listening together and like kind of like a whodunit we we like that kind of stuff anyway we also listen to catholic on purpose over and over that does not happen no it's uh it's rather unhealthy (laughs) that's not true that's not true um one thing we did at the beginning of marriage, and we've kind of just kept it, honestly, off and on through the years, is playing board games. The first year, probably, of marriage, we didn't have a TV. And so we just played Trivial Church Pursuit. Okay. <laughs> and so I come from a family where I thought I was, I dominated pretty good at some Trivial Pursuit. And then I come in, and I married this woman, and we sit down, and she just demolishes me every single time. I think she, I think she takes the cards from the game to bed at night and like memorizes them <laughs> and puts them under her her pillow and goes to sleep and wakes up. <laughs> It'll be something so weird. <laughs> the peanut was created in 1922 under which railway carriage? And she's like, the fussel wagon. And she's like, yes, that's correct. What? It is fun, though, when I'm getting demolished. It is fun to just, and just that kind of stuff, because some of it's so random, you're like, Why is this what a- is yeah. this? Like, who knows this? And usually it's me. Yeah. <laughs> Humility, not in her. No. Traits. No, yeah. So. But we do, we do really like board games, but even, and we've tried them with the kids. They're not very fun with the kids, to be honest. Well, not trivial pursuit not the way I play. Hey, kids. <laughs> but we have done like Sorry and Trouble. That's fun with kids. Mm-hmm. But just, you know, if you have time in the evenings or whenever you have free time away from your kids, I think that's the thing. Finding time to meet together as a couple and do fun stuff together. I feel like after you're married, whether you have kids or not, you get to a point where you just don't look for time to have fun together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when you're dating, that's that's it. it. That's all it is when you're dating is finding time to have fun together. Yeah. Because um, you're going on dates. And then when you get married. It's easy to let legitimate responsibilities consume you. In a way, or make you feel obligated to where you just don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. When really, it should be the thing that you make time for. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the things on the top of your list is you should make time for because heaven forbid, you know that start to drive a wedge, or you yeah. just get in a routine and you don't um, show love to one another that way. Yeah, 
And, you know, I even said at the beginning, like, turn off the TV. I will say there have been times that we have really enjoyed a TV series together. We've mm-hmm. we've watched all of the Father Brown series. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Um, but just at the same time, it's it's the same thing with reading a book together. It's mm-hmm. something that we can come together and say, oh, I really enjoyed that. This is why I really enjoyed it. And it's those things are just a springboard Mm -hmm. for further conversation, for further relationship between the two of you. Yeah. And even on a light note, I mean, I'm thinking about a series we were watching now, and um, Hmm. it's kind of like murder mystery stuff. And and a lot of times, I mean, this was back in the early 2000s, so you wouldn't think it'd be too cheesy, but it is sometimes. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the person committing the crime will be right up on top of the person and the, the person about to get hit or whatever just looks at him for like 20 minutes. Oh, you? Oh, my. <laughs> Don't hit me with that blunt object. You know? And it's just being able to just laugh at that and then little things like that. Yeah. Throughout and be like, oh, good grief, Margaret, get out of the way. Run, <laughs> run, Margaret, you know. And being able to do that and talk to talk to the TV with each other. You know? it sounds a little crazy, but yeah, you're listening to the podcast, so who's crazier? <laughs> Yeah. Um, And one, uh, a last thing I want to talk about is talking about your hopes, dreams, desires for your future together. Mm -hmm. I think that's so important in a marriage because it's so easy to grow apart. Does that make sense? I don't mean that, oh, I just don't feel it anymore. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you each grow as human beings, right? You develop. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to develop in a way that is at a different rate than your spouse or in a different way than your spouse. And so maybe some of your values change. I'm not talking about your faith values. That should always, always, always be the same, right? Unless, you know. To strive for it. Yes, same. improving, not not worsening. Mm-hmm. That is. Um, but I mean, you know, maybe you really had some strong financial goals. Things have changed. Maybe now you've moved toward having more educational goals or maybe vice versa. That kind of thing. I think it's an important time as a couple to sit down and say, this is where I am. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm looking forward to in the f- future. I'm looking forward to this educational step. I'm looking forward to paying off our house. I'm looking forward to when the kids move out and we can like go on a big trip together, just the two of us or whatever that looks like for you. I think that's important, not just because it's something fun to do, although it is, but just for the practicality to keep you all on that same page of having goals together. Maybe some are individual. Together, this is what we as a couple are working towards. Yeah, just in general, that's a good kind of a psycholo- a psychological, emotional, just just have those concrete steps ahead of you. Uh, because sometimes, you know, we all get down, bogged down with life a lot of times and think, wow, we're spinning our wheels. We're not really getting anywhere. Uh, I, I think about, I, I do that a lot with finance, finances. Not that we're in a bad financial spot, but, you know, man, there's goals I'd like to meet and just sitting and, and being very concrete with, hey, listen, if we did this and this, we could see this movement mm-hmm. and we could get here by this date. Well, that's very motivating. And then that's a 
and then being able to do that together and focus on that together, um, it builds your relationship, it strengthens your relationship to be able to do that. So, um, yeah, being being open and honest and, you know, when there's a something that's bugging you, a lot of times we, at least I do, I want to die a martyr, you know, <laughs> I'm just going to, I want to do this. I don't deserve it. I don't deserve it, so... <laughs> I'm just going to let it pass. You yeah. know? Do y'all see the heavy cross I'm bearing right here? But being open and honest about it and just saying, hey, what do you think about this? And nine times out of ten, it, it, things are much better once you're just open and honest about it and say, hey, this is what's on my mind. What do you yeah. Think? Yeah. I, th- I, still I still don't have my yacht. And I've mentioned <laughs> it to her several times. But. <laughs> Still hasn't appeared. I don't know about that one. I've been open and honest with you about it, <laughs> now, If you would like to donate a yacht to Catholic Conference. <laughs> I don't really want a yacht. I don't want to do the yacht. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we can sit and I, I'm, there's so many obvious things that we would tell you, you know, for if you're having trouble in your marriage or whatever. Obviously, we would definitely say, you know, go to mass together, pray together, those kind of things. And if it's serious, you go to counseling. Yeah, or of not, course, of course. Yeah. But if you're just kind of, I don't know, bored or like quarantine's getting to you. And I have stared at that face <laughs> for the last, I don't know how many weeks. And if he doesn't stop doing that weird thing with his left eye where he winks a little bit sometimes, I must smack him. At least I can wink. Shut up. <laughs> She has this whole facial contortion thing to wink. Like, ah, I, ah. And I still cannot. For those of you <clears throat> listening, you know, I just made a really weird face. Yeah. So, you know. Anyway. But you know what I mean? It's just sometimes they drive you crazy. And I know I drive okay. Casey crazy, too. Oh, I don't know what you mean, honey. You're done. <laughs> um, but it just finding those ways to loosen up, to relax together to not be stressed about everything else that there is. And there's so much to be stressed about right now, but finding the way to not be, to just relax and love each other. We, we have a friend that's always says, I just want to love on you. Like, that's what we need. I just want yeah. to love on you and just come together and just have time together to love each other. Yeah. yeah. That's good. So I want to wrap up with a quote from St. John Paul II on love, uh, specifically between men and women and spouses. He says, Love is never something ready-made, something merely given to man and woman. It is always at the same time a task which they are set. Love should be seen as something which in a sense never is, but is always only becoming. And what it becomes depends upon the contribution of both persons and the depth of their commitment. Mm, Love that. This week, let's be Catholic. On purpose. On purpose. Thank you for listening to this episode of Catholic On Purpose. Until next time, please subscribe, share, and leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. And may God bless you all.